Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. This is WUWM's Chuck Quirnbach. Listener Gene Kelber of Shorewood wants to know how many people in Wisconsin have survived a COVID-19 diagnosis. He says he and his wife are in a high-risk age group for the disease. We're both over 70. We wondered how this is going to impact our life. Wisconsin statistics indicate statewide 76% of the people with confirmed COVID-19 recover. In Milwaukee County, the percentage is a bit lower, 71. Recovery means there's documentation of resolved symptoms of release from public health isolation or 30 days since symptom onset or diagnosis. With about 24,000 COVID cases in Wisconsin, that means about 18,000 people have recovered. Dr. Ryan Westergaard is chief medical officer of the State Bureau of Communicable Diseases. He says a lot has to do with the ability of a patient's immune system to fight off the coronavirus. Westergaard says human-produced proteins, called antibodies, are part of the equation. In response to any foreign protein, whether it's a bacteria or a virus, um, the body generally makes antibodies in response. Sometimes those antibodies play a large role in neutralizing the infection and and preventing it from doing damage to the body, and and sometimes less so. So there are other blood cells called lymphocytes and a whole range of white blood cells that are part of the, the body's response. There's a lot that we're still learning about why some people have more severe illness. Some relatives of COVID-19 survivors also credit quick access to high-quality health care, and even some say it's luck when their family members stay alive. But in Wisconsin alone, there are still more than 5,000 active COVID-19 cases, and about 720 people have died. Across the world, more than 450,000 people have passed away. So some researchers are working on ways to heal patients faster or reduce their symptoms. Dr. Amy Jenkins is with the Defense Department's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA. She recently told a webcast offered by the journalism resource group Cyline that DARPA is working on a bigger version of what's being tried in Milwaukee and elsewhere, taking plasma from recovered patients and using those antibodies to help current patients. That's great. Um, It's not particularly scalable. So you may get, um, for every person that wants to donate their plasma, you may only be able to treat a handful of people with that plasma. What we want to do is go into that plasma or that blood, find the best antibodies, because not all of them are great, find the ones that are really the good ones, and then manufacture them in large bioreactors off somewhere else and give them back to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. Jenkins says the manufactured antibodies could even be used as a vaccine. Other researchers are also going the large-scale antibody route, and some preliminary test results are due this summer. As many as 150 groups worldwide are working just on potential COVID-19 vaccines. At the UW-Madison, researcher Pete Halfman is part of a team developing what they call Coroflu, which he says is based on an existing influenza vaccine. We're taking out one of the proteins or one of the genes of coronavirus and putting it into a vaccine vector that's already going through phase two clinical trials in Europe as a flu vaccine. So we have some efficacy and we have some safety data for this platform that we're using. Now we went ahead and just modified the platform so now it will also target coronavirus. So it kind of gives us a leg up. 
Halfman says more work is ahead and human testing is still six months away. He says other vaccines are likely to be ready first, but he says there may be a role for coroflu. As vaccines come out, we're going to see what's working and what doesn't work. And we can, you know, try to modify our vaccine to fill in the parts that other vaccines are not working for. The Trump administration's COVID-19 vaccine effort, called Operation Warp Speed, hopes to roll out a vaccine by the end of the year. Some scientists and Democrats are skeptical. In Shorewood, Bubbler Talk questioner Gene Kelber says he'll keep his fingers crossed, but in the meantime, make sure friends and family practice social distancing. Chuck Quirmbach, 89.7, WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Support for Bubbler Talk comes from Sun Badger Solar. What have you always wanted to know about the Milwaukee area? Visit wuwm.com slash bubbler talk to submit your question.